You're listening to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. I'm your host, Estelle Petrucan, holistic career coach and mindset mentor who specializes in purpose and self-empowerment. If you feel stuck in your career and crave meaning and joy in your everyday life, you've come to the right place. I went from being an anxious recruitment manager, living for the weekend with negative coping mechanisms, to building my own coaching business, helping other women overcome self-doubt so they too can find fulfillment in their career and live up to their ambitions. If I was able to create a life that I am obsessed with, then so can you. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, podcast family. This is the place where you will find the answers you need if you are thinking about changing careers and feeling discouraged with this process. Uh, it can definitely feel overwhelming. I've been there and so have many of my clients, uh, but that doesn't mean that you cannot go through it and come come out on the other side uh, feeling so happy, so proud of yourself for having had the courage to actually finally go after something that is going to fulfill you and make you succeed in the long term in a sustainable way without you having to sacrifice your well-being or re your relationships, right? So I'm literally here to show you the strategies and mindset shifts you need to make this an enjoyable process and land a job that truly aligns with who you are. And if you're anything like me before finding my dream career in coaching, you're probably getting frustrated with your professional life and this is affecting your personal life to a great extent, probably more than you like to admit. Um, so when I graduated from my master's and I got hired at this consultancy firm in Paris, I had this sudden realization that my best years were over, that adult life and all the responsibilities that it entails was going to be so painful. Um, and this is because I absolutely hated my everyday routine. I felt stressed, tired most days. And as if I had to give away my freedom and most importantly, my authentic expression in order to move forward in life and in my career. And, um, you know, I just felt like I was playing a role and it just felt really off to me. And so immediately that made me believe, you know, or I made it mean that my best years were behind me. Luckily, they're not. <laughs> um, so I developed unhelpful coping mechanisms during that time, um, such as drinking, partying, buying useless shit in order to get dopamine boosts, except those were short-lived. And um, they made me even more tired or they would actually be... Uh, self-sabotage and some sort, you know, like spending money on, on things that you don't really need, um, that makes you lack money for smarter investments, maybe for long-term investments, right? So um, when that would happen on top of, you know, that self-sabotage, I would really like beat myself up, lose respect for myself. Um, and that was really um, a, a tough phase of my life, I would say. And if that's what you're going through, I've been there again, you know, many of my clients have as well, and, um, and you're not alone, you know. And uh, you may have switched 
jobs several times in search of something exciting, something fulfilling that would give meaning to your life uh, due to similar reasons, you know, just feeling tired all the time, feeling like you're living on autopilot. And, um, and yeah, and maybe you have uh, really been job hopping, as some people like to call it. Um, I think there's a negative connotation to that. And honestly, I don't want to shame you for that because at least you were trying, you know, you were trying to find a solution. But every time the honeymoon phase of entering a new job passes, you start questioning your choices and whether you'll ever be able to be happy, truly happy, deeply happy at work and as a result also in your personal life. And this is really the thing that's made me waste so much time and energy in the first years of my career. You know, just job hopping, going from one thing to another, um, hoping it would get better and then just you know, being disillusioned again. Um, so yeah, I would work in a certain role or industry, not enjoy myself and then over-focus on the external things aka the conditions of my job to try to avoid them in my next job okay so that was really the for me the best way um, to make sure that I wouldn't suffer as much in the next role and you know although it's definitely important to be aware of the things you dislike in your current job to make sure you don't repeat certain patterns believing that this will solve your problem isn't supporting you because it's so easy, you know, to fall into the trap of always uh, blaming your company, your boss, your commute or whatever it is that's bothering you in your job to justify your lack of fulfillment and also probably of, of performance at work, right? So... The issue with, with that attitude is that you end up giving away your power, you make your satisfaction levels exclusively depend on external things, on the conditions, um, or other people, you know, that clearly aren't in your control. And to be honest, your constant complaining quickly gets old, okay? Um, and again, I'm not saying this to shame you. I think I say this a lot in this podcast because it's important for me to know that, like, I don't want you to listen to something, to me saying something and realize that's you and then uh, beating yourself up even more. Like, really, my, my entire purpose and mission here with this podcast, with any type of content I create, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me now. I'm very active there. Um, my ID is at your coach Estelle, but, um, but yeah, like my purpose with all of this and, and obviously with my coaching program, the female success formula, um, is to help you feel more empowered. Okay. And start seeing things in a different way, start to see yourself in a different way so that you can start using different strategies um, and you can start moving forward towards something you actually want to create in your life. And so if I'm telling you this, uh, that, you know, your, your constant complaining quickly gets old, it's in your best interest. 
because you know your loved ones may give you some attention and comfort you at first uh, because obviously they sympathize with you. I mean, I think a lot of people have gone through those problems. But after a few months or even years, they get annoyed at listening to the broken record of I am miserable and I can't do anything about it because that's simply not true. Deep down, you know that's not true and they know it too. Of course, you can do something about it. And, you know, I did it as well. And I've seen so many people around me do it too. I grew up with my dad complaining constantly about this boss and this colleague and the way things are done in his company and blah and blah. And it just sounded horrible. Like it, it just, it never made me want to work in my life, honestly. Um, and I just, I just felt bad for my dad. You know, I would see him suffer so much that, you know, it's actually really refreshing to hear someone say, oh, I love my job so much once in a while. Has, has that ever happened to you? Like, you know, you talk to someone and you're like, how's life? You know, and they're like, oh, my God, like I started this new job or, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, making huge progress in my career. I'm having so much fun. I'm loving it. <laughs> it's so rare, right? But when it happens, it's so nice. It's so refreshing. So don't you want to be that person instead of being that person that is just like, you know, in that victim mindset? Um, who's becoming a toned down version of themselves. Whether it's like the grumpy you, the sad you, the exhausted you. I mean, that shit isn't attractive. And it, it's not attractive in any context, whether it's in your professional life, in your personal life. Like, you end up repelling people with that attitude. So I'm really saying this um, to to make you realize it's like a wake-up call, you know, that this type of behavior, that's not serving you. Like, this needs to stop now. And the other issue with that, you know, with over-focusing on... Um, with over-focusing on conditions and, and having this, like, blaming mentality is that when you finally pick up some momentum to do something about your situation and go after a new role, which you may have done in the past already, your goal is to move away from those negative conditions, but not to look at what's going on on a deeper level, right? Because in your head, you know, like it's, it's exclusively the conditions that are the problem. So how are we gonna fix that? We're gonna go towards new conditions. And don't get me wrong, you know, your work conditions that you freaking hate, they are there, they're very much real, like your feelings are valid. Um, but 90% of the time, they're not, or they're, they're actually only the tip of the iceberg, right? They are, they are the consequence of something so much deeper. They're the consequence of you not taking full responsibility for your fulfillment in your career and for viewing your nine to five or whatever you do for a living as nothing more than a paycheck or little more than a paycheck. And, you know, money is great. I love money. It allows me to provide for myself, to be independent, to experience amazing things in my life, uh, to travel, but... You know, money isn't an end in itself. Money is my way of exchanging things 
um, you know, it's, it's a currency, literally. It's, it's a way for me to receive certain things that I want. Um, but most of those things are, are material and they're not, they're not gonna like completely change the way I see the world or the way I feel about myself. Um, and you know, I can't wake up every day feeling excited about my day and my tasks only for the sake of money. Like that moment you see money coming into your bank account is awesome. Yes. But that feeling alone to me, at least, and if you're listening to this, it's probably the same for you. It's not enough to make you want to spend a third of your lifetime doing something that doesn't procure you joy or worse that actually creates anxiety inside of you and, and maybe some, you know, tougher symptoms and, and depression or, you know, true serious mental health issues. You have to realize that what you fill your days with really does matter. What contribution you give to the world matters. Who you surround yourself with matters. What emotions you experience most of the time matter. You can't say, oh, I'm just going to be happy on the weekends. That's so sad. Like, what life is that? And, you know, all those things I just mentioned, like the things you're going to fill your days with, and these are the things that define your existence. Don't take that for, or like, don't underestimate that. These are the things that determine the way you show up as well as, as a friend, as a daughter, as a sister, a mother, a partner, a coworker. And remember, what you put out in the world, you get back. So it's not just, and I love saying this because what you put out, it's not only the money you're spending. You know, yeah, there's certain things you can get access to, amazing things you can get access to with money, but there's other things that you will never be able to buy with money. Those moments of intimacy with your partner, those um, conversations, with your friends, where you're connecting, where you're laughing, like as if you were 12, you know? Um, those moments where <laughs> you are feeling so gratified for helping someone out because you have a specific talent or skill that they don't have. Those feelings are what make your life beautiful and those cannot be bought. So, so yeah, going back to the conditions and all of that, you know, um, you, you want to give yourself the opportunity to look deeper and to take real responsibility again for, for your career, instead of always blaming others and the conditions, telling yourself, okay, why is it like this? How did I arrive here? How did I land here? What are the past decisions that I made that led me to this point in my life? What could I have done differently? And what can I do differently in the future? And, you know, for you to become that heightened version of you, the one that flows through life and makes the best out of every situation, 
You need to prioritize alignment in your career. Instead of looking for quick fixes, going from one job to another, um, you know, only focusing on the superficial things. When I left my job in Paris and started a new entrepreneurial life, let's say, in Ecuador, I was definitely using the quick fix strategy. So I had developed so much frustration towards the corporate and big city life that I thought the problem could be solved easily by working for myself in a calmer environment surrounded by nature abroad because I love adventure, right? And, and you know, some of it, of course, makes life more enjoyable, but it's a bit ridiculous or a bit naive for me to have thought that this would bring the answer to all of the problems. But anyways, that was my logic at the time, you know? And so when I arrived to Ecuador, I, I saw an opportunity and I love this story because it's so, it's so crazy how we always say opportunities are like, we imagine things that just come to you, right? And that just seem like, like this perfect idea or this, this great thing. But um, now I've come to realize so much more that opportunities are things you create. And then they start showing up, you know, more and more opportunities start showing up. But it's because you are moving towards a certain direction. And yeah, back then, my direction was simply being an entrepreneur. It wasn't very precise, very clear what I wanted. I just knew I didn't want to be an employee anymore. And I didn't want to be living in Paris anymore. That was it, you know. So again, I was, I was moving away from certain conditions that I had not enjoyed, but I didn't really ask myself, what do I want? And so I founded a chocolate export business uh, to export chocolate from Ecuador to Europe. Um, you know, it seemed like a great idea since I had access to a great provider uh, here in Ecuador. I had uh, already sorted out all the transport logistics. I had a new, there was a new economic agreement between the EU and Ecuador that was working really perfectly to my advantage. And also I speak four European languages fluently. So from an objective point of view, this was a golden diamond opportunity, right? Like this was like, oh my God, you know, this is perfect. I can make so much money with that. I can live abroad, live my adventure, be in nature. I don't need to deal with a shitty boss. Amazing, right? But yeah, you guessed it. Things didn't get better. <laughs> they actually got worse because I had lost the security of being paid monthly in that process. I had uh, to integrate into a new culture. Um, I still didn't speak perfect Spanish at that time. Um, and obviously I could rely on my family or my friends' support since they were... 10,000 kilometers away from me. They were back in Europe and it was tough. And on the professional side of things, I had absolutely no motivation to call potential buyers um, in Europe because I didn't truly care about offering them chocolate. And this is where it gets interesting, okay? So I knew the product was high quality and Sure, it was interesting to study, to see how chocolate is being made. 
but it doesn't make me feel particularly useful to the world to know that someone in Europe can buy Ecuadorian chocolate in a store thanks to me. Honestly, I don't give a shit. Like, it simply isn't my thing. Um, and this doesn't mean that others shouldn't do it, you know, or that they can't be passionate about it. I love chocolate and I'm happy to eat it. Um, so thank you to those who take care of it. But my point with this is that work uh, doesn't magically become fulfilling because your conditions changed. And I don't want you to make the same mistake and go through what I had to go through. Because at that moment, I really started doubting myself. Things really got worse. I thought I was lazy, um, that work was simply not for me. <laughs> How crazy to think this now as I'm sitting in my beautiful office at home eating chocolate. Like, I'm not kidding. Obviously not right now since I'm speaking to you. But as I was writing this, I was eating chocolate and again, just writing my, my podcast episodes, feeling inspired, excited to share my knowledge with you guys. <sighs> yeah, I've arrived, you know, and all I'm trying to say is that your conditions can make a difference when they're not the essential ingredients of your fulfilling career. It's as if you were looking for a partner with light eyes. Let's say that's what you're into, but didn't pay any attention to someone's uh, values, interests, vision for the future. You know, you were just like, okay, my, my criteria is this. It's uh, it's that they have blue eyes and that they look this certain way. It's superficial. This is not the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. You know, you're not going to like have those superficial conditions for your soulmate. And like, this is the same thing. Your career should be your soulmate. It's, you know, if we want to per personify, personify, is that a word? I guess. Um, your career, imagine your career is actually a person, like it's your good friend. It's this person that pushes you to grow um, and, and to become more of who you already are, to become the best version of you. Isn't that what we're looking for in a partner, like the, the person you want to get married to? Isn't that person you know, like aligned with you, like I said, you know, on, on your values, on your interests, on the vision. So start treating your career as such, like it's something you're going to spend a lot of years on, maybe even more than you're going to be married. <laughs> we're so picky with the people we're going to get married with, but we don't give a fuck about our career choices. It doesn't make any sense. So you know, before getting stuck on conditions such as employee benefits or the work environment, like the, the actual building, the office, things like that, ask yourself whether the career path that you're on is something that genuinely lights you up. Is it something you truly care about 
or you just think you do because you were told it's a booming industry or renowned industry, prestigious industry, and happy hours with your colleagues are fun. Is it something that allows you to use your natural strength and build skills upon them? Or is it a role that is going to impress your contacts on LinkedIn? Do the topics you work on spark your curiosity and make you want to learn more? Or you've found strategies to seem um, like an expert when deep down you feel like an imposter? I have definitely done that. <laughs> and it sucks. It really sucks. If it, it feels so wrong to have this feeling of being a fraud. And, and, you know, the main reason you may feel this way is because you're not being your authentic self. Like, you're forcing yourself to be in a role that you truly actually don't give a shit about. And, you know, those are the questions that you need to ask yourself if you want to build a career that's aligned with your purpose, that's going to feed your soul, that's going to make you shine and give you the motivation to grow. I have never had as much ambition as I do now. I have probably never worked as hard as I do now, even though it doesn't feel like it. And, you know, since I have found my thing, I move within my zone of genius and I see how perfecting my skills and knowledge will automatically lead me to greater results with my clients and my business. I'm not scared anymore. Everything makes sense, you know? And I see my progress and I'm happy about it. I'm excited. I know where I want to go and what I need to do to get there. I also know that every time I help a woman change careers and transform her life, I feel useful to society. My mission perfectly aligns with my feminist values. I want to see women succeed and I really believe that female leadership is needed in the world. It's a win-win-win. Everyone wins. Me, my client, and the society, the world at large, which is exactly the way you should view your career as well. You know, you feel gratified to have an impact doing something you enjoy and that you're good at. And your organization performs better as a result. And the overall service or product that they provide helps others have better lives in some way or another. This is the reason why I encourage my clients to get clear on the impact they want to have through their work, however big or small, before jumping into mindless job searching. You don't need to know which role or industry you've targeting, you're targeting when starting this process, but you need to be aware of the deeper reasons you're unfulfilled in your current job so you can start asking yourself better questions that will lead to better solutions. And this is what we do in one-on-one -on -one coaching. I guide you through a self-discovery journey that helps you focus on your internal aspirations rather than work conditions. And I help you reprogram your subconscious mind so you can overcome self-doubt and fears when making moves and so you can finally, la finally land a career that you love and that you're going to succeed in. 
Um, so the female success formula is six months of weekly calls. You get unlimited WhatsApp support in between the sessions from Monday to Friday. You get accountability and feedback and also access to my exclusive career change trainings and mindset tools to get you from struggle to success at all levels. Okay, so if you're interested, book your free consultation call now via the link in the show notes and I'll see you next week for another episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. Head to the show notes to book your free consultation call and learn more about my one-on-one coaching program, The Female Success Formula, and how I can help you design your dream career and life. Don't forget to leave a review if you enjoyed this episode so that more women like you can find it and benefit from it. Take care, sending you love and light always.